and Sister Joke was at work, Tommy was at work, Tayo was at work, Brachio was at work, Dami was at work, but Femi was at work. I didn't know we had so many evening workers in our midst. This um, Friday, okay, the only person that was honest and truthful that didn't join is Brother Minga. This morning, how many people knew we had prayers at nine o'clock? But I think I didn't know. How many people did not attend or chose not to attend for one reason or the other? Okay. So it's not as, but I might, Pastor Mike was sharing, it's not like we don't know these things exist. We make a choice. So let's read Mark 2. 1 to 12. And I just want us to look at these four people. I've shared it before. Many of us know the scripture. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. And straight away, many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. Not, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Is that the only King James? This English is all time for me. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sons are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive, who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise, take your bed, and walk? But, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose, he arose, he took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and, glorif and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this before. Amen. I mean, we know about this story, and um, there are just four things, and then I just want us to discuss, if the pastors permit me, you know, where are we going? Things, I believe, and I have that strong in my spirit, that things cannot remain the same. There has to be a shift. There has to be a move. We cannot be comfortable with seeing 70% um, of the seats empty in church. And if you look at it like that, that's about how many of us are here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13, and we have roughly 13 or 20 seats vacant. That's 20 souls. We can't, you know, if we don't have that desire for souls in us, we need to pray it. 
I want us to, the Bible says, come let us reason together. I want us to talk about it. Are we comfortable the way we are in church? I'm asking a question now. Because I'm not preaching, but we'll discuss. Are we comfortable? I need everybody's attention and everybody to answer. I have the mic, so I'm in control today. <laughs> Kai, are you comfortable? Tommy, are you comfortable? So what do you think we can do about it? May I ask, where, what, what, where, was it, um, what were you doing on Friday? Tommy, Tyron. Tommy, at work. You were at work, Tyron, go. You were working, okay. But, but you guys do, what's that thing, Jesus, JC Club. Are you comfortable when people don't turn up? So what, what exactly do we do? Are we going to be comfortable if nobody turns up for date night? If it's just these same old faces, you might as well come to my house and do date nights rather than spending 150 pounds per couple. So what can we do? I mean, let's look at these four people. They wanted to see a change in their friend's life. It wasn't about them just, um, they didn't feel pity. We shouldn't just feel pity. There was a level of concern. Do we have that concern in us? Are we concerned about the state of the church? Are we concerned about the, the fools that are walking by that are not coming in? I, I think things need, we've been here how many years? And pastor, please remind me. At least I know I had a Jolua in this church. 13 years. And 13 years. If not for our commitment, I don't think any of us can be going to a church for 13 years and not see any change or growth. And you won't begin to talk to your legs. We have to have a level of concern. Something has to shift within us. And I'm talking to myself as well. It is it, we have to think of what you know. Pastor Mike was talking about, and it's not about bringing the world into the church. It's not about modifying what the word of God says, because the word of God stands. It will stand the test of time throughout eternity. God's word it does not need to be altered or or changed. I, I believe there's a new song. Uh, this song, Pepper Dem, or some Pepper, Pepper Dem Gang, I don't know if you've heard it, Pepper Dem Gang, and um, by one of these circular artists. And, I, and then somebody sent me a clip of this church. They actually turned the lyrics to a Christian song, and the place was full. They were singing that uh, worldly song in church. But we don't have to do that. God is still God, and He will do what He wants to do. So I, I want us to think. To be, or are we not? Are we, are we so comfortable that we don't want to? We don't want change. We need to begin to examine ourselves. Am I the one? Am I the one? Because maybe, maybe within us we're rejecting growth. We don't know. Maybe within us we don't see a change. But I, I know when I talk to, I know Pastor Mike is not comfortable. I know Pastor Tommy is not comfortable. I'm not happy and in seeing the same old, not only are we seeing the same old faces, some of the people that we've had now, we don't even see them again. How many of people have been in touch with Sir Jenny and um, 
They went through the door. I, I was imagining being in that meeting. That you know, imagine you're in that meeting and somebody is trying to bring somebody in a stretcher, and then they will shout at him, "Hey, kilos, why are you coming? Stay outside!" And they will go try to come through the window, and they will say, oh, "What is wrong with these people?" Only for you now to be seeing the roof tiles coming off, and there's a gap, and dust is falling down. And then you look up, and I'm sure people will be like, "I want people, you God, you give us a lawyer." And eventually, the people that are sitting down will probably even make room for them. That oh, yeah, just bring him in because they never give up. We, we can't give up. We can't give up on the church. We can't give up on one another. We need to work in unity. Because the moment someone, one of, if one of them had let go, that stretcher would have toppled. They wouldn't have been able to brought the man down. And I don't believe they were all in agreement 24-7. At some point, it would have been, ah, ah, you're not carrying it properly. Lift it up. Carry it straight. Move it down. Move it right. You know? But they were in agreement, they were in unity, and they, despite their disagreements, because if they had a disagreement and that person left, the whole thing falls apart. And that's where we will disagree to agree. There are going to be disagreements in our midst. The moment you disagree and you leave your posting, you open the door for the enemy. You open the door for the devil to come in. You open the door for all sorts of things, for, for, for there to be a stagnancy. So even though we are disagreeing, we need to be in unity. We need to work together. Everyone at his own posting. Everyone at his own stand. As you are, I'm lifting, Baraki is lifting, Pastor Mike is lifting, Sister Toyosi is lifting. There are not only six or seven people in this church. Sister Toyosi has said it, so she's blue in the face. Come to Bible study. Come to Bible study. Bible study does not just consist of Pastor Baraki. No. Every when Tyre is preaching, she will turn up, or sometimes she comes. That's not church. Sister told me, we want to see you too. Auntie Dami, we want to see you in Bible study. Uncle Swami wants to see you in Bible study. Auntie Joke, we want to see you in Bible study. You, not, you can't tell me you're working every Wednesday. And your house is even nearer the church than my own house. But I think that the fact. Don't let me even start on you. <laughs> you better just put your head down. So as I said, maybe from now, maybe they won't give me mind to preach, but today I will say what I want to say. <laughs> God help me. Because you, you can't, uh-uh. Let me just leave what I think I do. It's, it's not even what's going down that way. Sister Lanre is down the road. She can't tell me she's working every Wednesday night. We need to consider our ways, honestly. It, it's not, it, God is not going to come down and tell, it's not until God physically is here that we need to change. We just need, we need a little more commitment. Oh, is it boring? Do we find it boring? Let, let's, let's reason together. What are our issues? Oh yeah, I'm going to ask questions. Sister Joke, what are your issues? Please, let's be open and honest. If I'm not here to, and if I'm upsetting you, just do your finger like this and I'll shut up. <laughs> Nobody can see anybody at the back. So if you feel like I'm crossing the barrier, signal to me and I will, sorry. 
So what are, I'm going to ask everybody, what are our issues? Is it boring? Let's not put words in your mouth. What can we do? So what are our issues? to that is God gives strength to the weary. Just one day in the week. And to be honest, the Bible study is for your own benefit. It's not for it's not for the people that are leading it. It's for your own benefit. I can understand if you have children. Yes, you might not want to take your children out. That's fine. And you told me. Oh, with Bible study? Um Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are very busy days at work, so I usually don't get back until like 7.38. And by that time, most people have already gone, and I don't have transport to get to Swanscombe, so there's no way for me to get there. Okay, so maybe if you can plan to get home for 7.30. I can't plan, because Monday... You can't get home at No, because at the way I work, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are the longest days for my, my team, my department, because that's when we set up the next week so unless I don't know we hire more people at work which they are working on there's no way for me to get there earlier which is why sometimes you'll see mom take road to me to Bible study because there's no way for me to actually get back in time to be there and getting if I was gonna then say okay from work I'll make my way to Swanscombe by the time I'm there it's already 9 30 10 so there's no point okay. and there's no way they can let you leave then yeah. maybe one Wednesday one I'm a team leader so that if I can't leave no other person can leave Shows almost always at that time. And Sami, does it work? I work for so for most of my I'm either closing at night or I get up very early. And when they get I see it depends on how I get. So I won't have to make an I go to a youth meeting that operates on a Wednesday. So I'm very short <laughs> so I'm hearing a lot of excuses here. So how do you think we can make it easier for you guys to attend Bible study? Even if that's the only thing we resolve today. Personally, I feel like we need to open it up digitally. There's 
change a lot especially in this church and I feel like the change that we're asking for is not the change that we want um, for me a lot of things especially youth wise and things I'm involved in they're all very digital a lot of the things I listen to because I can't like I mean my situation is different from everybody's but I get home late I wake up early so for me whenever I do even my own quiet time I do it on the train so I make allowances and changes within myself and my situation in order to afford things and for me I think we don't I know I understand the church doesn't want to do Bible study um, digitally but I think it's one avenue really seriously to look into because a lot of people can't make it either for one thing or one thing or the other and if we really want people to be part of Bible study then it needs to go digital. Um, the the Bible studies that I attend are mostly are mostly by podcast because that's the only way I can actually be part of it. So if for me in terms of Bible study I understand the need for a physical come together. It is necessary, it is needed, but if you had a platform where you could actually listen in or participate that way, then a lot more people would be involved because then it takes the stress out of trying to roll things around where you can't afford to, and then it takes out of you know feeling guilty when you can't do anything about it, you can't change the circumstance, you have to work, right? So for me, Bible study needs to go digital. That's at least that's where I see it. Thank you so much for your openness and your honesty. Bible study needs to go digital. But one thing told me, if we go digital, will you join on this Wednesday, Friday, Monday that you're working late? Yeah, because most of the time, like I said, I finished 7.38. So by the time I'm on the train, I can listen in. Or I can even participate if it's open in a podcast way. Thank you. That's, that's a brilliant suggestion. The one, this last one, I couldn't because I was still at work. But most of the time, yes, I do. But we've had loads of um but I think that let me not pick on you again, but I have to pick on you small. <laughs> because there have been times where we've had discussions upon discussions upon discussions. So the maybe the few times yeah. So and it, like last Wednesday, oh it was just that one scripture and we discussed for like an hour, you know. But we'll take that on board as well. So that's about if you if you tell us your concerns, if we know what your concerns are, then we 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 can adjust. No one is rigid. If those people can adjust to take their friend through the roof, who are we not to? Who is the church not to adjust the Bible study or the prayer meetings to go digital 
Even if you could try it, I don't know, talk that down to the pastors, it could be a trial once a week, once a month, you know, and see if the attendance is good. But if that, because we, we all need to, because if that's a way and you will sell it to your friends and they listen in, because also that's another way to go. When, you, when it's digital, you can invite people to join online and they might like what they are hearing and they might intend to visit the church. I, I join a lot of, I, well, not a lot, I have, I have one or two prayer meetings that I join online. And I've always been, apart from the fact that it cashes with our meeting, because of the quality of the prayer meetings and how it goes, I would really love to visit that church once, you know? So it could be it could be something we can consider. But the thing is we shouldn't if if we speak out if we speak out our concerns, we can make progress. Don't just let's be quiet because that's how all of us that's what part of us being a family is. Maybe if it's digital, Tyo can join from home with the children, Dami can join from work. You know, so it, it's something to consider. So that, you know, that's one thing we need to work together. Our unity needs to be in how we move this church forward. Our unity needs to be in how we decide on, on, on to make this church better. It's not a unilateral decision thing. We need that unity together. And finally, the last thing, the last two things I want to say is that they were committed to making sure that that man saw Jesus. We need to, our commitment needs to change in so many ways. Even if we go digital, as you know, Benga, thank you for your honesty. Sister Joketu, thank you for your honesty. We need to change that commitment. You know, once, and I, I wasn't perfect at Bible study, but I have to say I was challenged by Sister Kuyosi's, um, the, I mean, maybe about a year or two years ago. I wasn't always there. I wasn't always attending, especially if I went to work. I always sit in the Blackwell Tunnel, and, and there's loads of traffic. But when Sister she always, you know, she will come from work. Sometimes she will, she will meet us there halfway. She will get, she will say she's getting a train from. And I was, you know, we need, we need to look at one another, not just and say, ah, what to take my uniform? No, be challenged, be moved by ah, Sister Toyosi made it down. I understand the one of children. My children don't attend Bible study. Luckily, that at our age, that they don't need to be. I don't need to be dragging them around the place. Well, you know, let's, 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 if, if you're not yet there and you don't have those things tying you down, let's be challenged that they, so every Wednesday, every Friday, or whenever we meet, but my Pastor Mike is there, but our King is there. Even if I don't want to go, my husband will leave me. You know, if, that's another person I was, I'm challenged by him and Statoya, see, that their constancy, you need to look at people and Look, look at how these people are committed. I thank God for all your lives today. The storm out there is enough to make people want to stay at home. I, I, you know, and I was praying for everyone that was traveling on the motorway, that Lord, grant them journey messages. It's not an easy thing, but we still, it's a level, it's your commitment that brought you here. And that commitment needs to step up a little bit more. If you don't like how things are being done, so just, don't, don't just sit down and, Grumble. I would say that to my people and manager at work. If they are complaining, I'll say, okay, what do you want us to do? Bring your own suggestion and you will lead on it. Don't just grumble about you don't like things, um, how they're being done, and don't don't offer any any solution. So I, I really want to thank God for Baragbenga and Sister Tommy. 
They don't like her, not that you don't like, but it's not suitable for you. And you've come up with a suggestion. It's not down to us to say, or it's down to the pastors to say, are we going to take it on board or are we going to ignore it? But we need to, we need to ask God to give us, to wake us up, to give us a new level of commitment. And without commitment comes boldness. There's going to come a time where you're going to be able to say, at work every Wednesday, excuse me, I'll work late on Thursday. I need to be in church on Wednesday. God will take us to that level where you'll be able to say that, no, 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 no. You'll be bold to say that um, this is what I do. I'll, every Wednesday I go to Bible study. Therefore, I have to be there. Everybody knows that every Sunday I go, well, most Sundays I go to church. And uh, even my friend at work was telling me that, oh, Sunday is not a day for you to go out because of the storm, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but I know you will go to church. People need to know things concerning you. If they understand, and do you know what? The heart of man is in, the heart of kings is in God's hands. <coughs> Whether team leader or no team leader, whatever, God can touch the heart of your boss to favor you if you desire it. But you need to desire it. You need to, you need to commit it to God's hand that, Lord, help me. Help me, help me that my Wednesday will be free. When you come, we get encouraged. There was a Wednesday that, I, I know Brother Mike is always encouraged by numbers. That Wednesday when there was like 15 or 13 people, he was so excited. <laughs> he didn't want to jinx it the next week, only for him to turn up and there was like five of us or four of us again. But he was so excited. So it's, a, it's encouragement for the people that are actually there. And it was such a lovely Wednesday that week. I remember Brother Daniel was there. There were so many people that turned up. Sister to um, Larry came. It's nice. Please, please. It can't be business as usual. That's really all I want to just to, to talk about. And let's go home. Let's ask God to come to change our hearts, to make us more concerned. You might be a little bit concerned. You need to increase that concern a little bit more. Let's be concerned because if you are concerned, you will want to see change. If you are committed, you will want to see change. And if you're bold and confident, and if you know that your confidence resides in God, change will definitely come. In Jesus' name.